and let's roll out. Roll out, roll out, roll out, let's roll out. There's nothing to read today, which is awesome for me. I had a co-host. <laughs> I lost the co-host. Did anybody find my co-host? Get my hydration device. You know what I'm saying? I just filled my joint up too. You know what I'm saying? I got a sip. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, what happened to the gallon? Is that the gallon? Uh, nah, you know what happened to the gallon? I left it in the freezer and it pop goes the weasel. Uh, so the now worst. I got the freezer proof. There you go. You know what I mean? The fucking military. <laughs> <laughs> you got your yeah. Iron Man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You got your Iron Man Tony Starks. Yeah. Can't yeah. break in the freezer container. You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Made from the finest vibranium. You know? Straight from the fucking Wakanda village. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. All right, yeah. enough with the foolishness. Let's get it popping. Welcome yep. back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Food, Fitness, and Fun with my main man. D-R-E, the sensei of fitness right now. Let's do Holler. it. Yes, sir. I like that. And I am J-D, a.k.a. He Who Pods. So uh, we're going to start, as usual, with the sponsored by segment. So this is a cauliflower pizza crust. Uh, me and my daughter found the recipe on BuzzFeed Tasty. I talk about them often. And so we went up there, and they have a recipe to put together your own cauliflower pizza crust at home so we made the crust and we made our own pizza at home so the video will be up on the screen this is it it was very simple to make very tasty and uh no pun intended and um yeah we hit it up with our own toppings you know we put veggies on it my only criticism is i would make uh probably a couple of these uh in the future because it was like sharing a, a what do they call them? A, a, a personal a pie pan for pizza? one person? Personal pan pizza. There you go. Thank yeah. you. It's been yeah. so long since I heard the term. I, I couldn't know. even think of the yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know you don't mess saying? with that no more. Nah, that's been over. I'm fat boy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was like sharing a personal pan pizza or maybe like sharing a small pie if you ever bought a small pie. So, you know, I had some salad with it that I don't think made the video. Uh, and that's what I did to kind of fill myself up because I gave baby girl, you know, the lion's share of the pie. Uh, okay. So that's my only criticism. I will probably make a couple of these, you know, at probably at least two if you're going to share it. Uh, but it was great. It was tasty. My daughter loves pizza and so do I. So we were able to, you know, have a little daddy daughter activity and make some pizza at home. That's what's up. How long did it take to turn into crust? Like how long you had to put it in the oven? Uh, it was like maybe 15, 20 minutes. It wasn't long. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. That's good. That's, yeah, it's not bad. That's about, not bad. and then once you put the sauce and everything on, when you threw it in there, how five, long? It, five, 10 minutes quick. Oh yeah. man. So you're talking about a 20 minute meal. Yeah. That's, yeah, 20, that's pretty much minutes. my style. Yeah. I don't yeah, like nothing. Yeah. It's not, it's not long. It's just, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a process because it's quite a few steps, but yeah, you know, it turns into an activity, you know, we, we say, all right, we're going to cook today and it turns into an activity. So even yeah, if it fine. took us an hour to do it, 
you know, it's an hour of doing something together, quality time, having some yeah. fun. And then we get to speak about, all right, let's go in the fridge. What you want to put on the pizza? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Kids love that stuff. Especially yeah, it when it's cool. pizza. They love like making right. things with their hands. Exactly. Very tangible. You know? Yeah. That's what's yes, up. sir. So that's our sponsor by cauliflower vegetable, cauliflower crust pizza with a couple of veggies on top. Cool. So that's it. So let's move right into our next topic. Let's waste no time today. Our next topic is one that Dre wanted to talk about a while ago, and we've had it on the back burner. So we're talking about it today, and that is negative reinforcement. Break it down for the folks, Dre. Yeah, negative reinforcement. You know, um, how do I say? It's basically certain people respond um to negative reinforcement basically it's like someone may be berating you so the, the the best example i can give is like that drill sergeant right right you see a lot of people do these kinds of workouts where you know they're like yeah i'm gonna go to drill class or you know yep. something like that and you know the person is probably ex-military and you know they're gonna get right. them in shape because they're gonna be right. yelling at them and Right. Telling them, you know, you better do it. I want to, I want more. No, God, give me another one. That one, nah. right. you know, um, and uh, some people kind of respond to that. I think, you know, they, they feel like that is a good workout. Um, you know, just being berated, <laughs> just being berated <laughs> by your instructor. Right. Um, or the other ways also, um, I don't know if it's necessarily negative reinforcement, but you definitely get that, that negative energy where, you know, you don't, you're not motivated. You're not motivated until people start, you know, getting on you, you know what I'm saying? Be like, Oh yep. man, you get, you looking kind of fat or, right. you know, you're, you, you used to be so much stronger a year ago, right. you know, you used to look sexy, but not anymore. And then, right. you know, because of that negative, you know, <laughs> you know, those negative remarks, you're like, Hey, let me get let me get myself together. That was the thing you needed, you know. Right. So that's what I mean by negative that's that, reinforcement. That's that tough love. Yeah, there you go. That's what they call it, right? That tough love. Um, you know, really not being nice to people because you figure, right. hey, that's that's what you need. So I'm a, I'm gonna give it to you. And um, I figure, you know, let's 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 talk about that, you know, um, because it's something that I really don't subscribe to but i know it's there you know what i mean okay yeah so you want you want me to spark it go ahead go for it yeah so negative reinforcement uh is a thing that exists a lot in our community a lot of times in our community people feel that we have to push each other through negativity right uh you know like you said a lot of times you'll go somewhere and you see friends and family and the first thing they say is like man you you're looking fat you're gaining weight, man. What's up? They'll pinch you. Hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 what you doing? You know, and they'll say, hey, you know, what's going on, man? You ain't, you, you look like you need to be in the gym. What's up? Too many, too many ice cream scoops. So, you know, they'll say something that they know you like, like what's going on, man? Too much of the candy. What's going on? You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's something that you hear a lot in our community. I mean, every time I go to family's house, the only people that are probably exceptions are my dad and sister. Everyone else is like, oh, man, what's going on, man? You're gaining weight. You could be the same ass weight that you've been for like three years. And when you see yeah. them, they're like, hey, you're gaining weight, man. What's going on? You you big now. What's up? And so uh, it is definitely something that 
is in our community. And like you said, when it's time to work out, a lot of people, come on, man, pick that shit up. Why are you acting like a bitch? You can lift that. Come on. And, you know, that's one of the strategies for working out with someone or quote unquote pushing someone to be better. Yeah. Uh, I am not a fan of negative reinforcement. Um, you know, I worked with kids for 15 years. And when I did, I, I didn't like doing that. I didn't think that was the best way to push kids forward. Um, I think that it's much better to use positive reinforcement. I think that especially if you know the person well, you can kind of speak to them in a way that helps them tick a little bit better. And yeah, that comes with getting to know someone, right? So maybe if you're training someone for the first time, you don't know the specific favorite thing that's going to be there for them, that's going to help them switch on. But that doesn't mean you can't be positive. Hey, come on, man, you can do it almost there. You got one more, you know, there's a lot of small things you can do to help someone, including reminding them of their goals. And they say, I don't want to work out today. All right, listen, I feel you, but, but remember you do have a goal. And if you want to get to that goal, this is one of the ways that we're going to do it. So I think that negative reinforcement is huge in our community. And I think it's a detriment to our community. I think yeah. it's something that actually does the reverse. And I mean, I don't know how deep we want to get here, but it comes from a very conditioned place. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Just, it. just keeping it, it real. You know, it comes from, <laughs> yeah, it comes from a place where, you know, we was getting our asses kicked and we were told, yeah, pick that shit up. Yes. Don't right. do that again. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, it, it's something that I think never left us as a community. And right. I think that is something that we should try to shake. And I, I'll be honest, I, I do see people doing positive reinforcement. I see people lifting up each other, but I think we need more of it. I think that currently the negative trumps the positive. I think there's a lot more negative stuff, a lot more negative reinforcement than positive reinforcement. And I don't blame anyone. Like I said, it's, it's clearly something that we've been conditioned to do. It's something that has been in our community before we were a community, when we were just on the plantation forced to live together. And, uh, you know, it's sad that we are still doing it today in 2022. And uh, even, you know, when, when someone is trying to help you get off your feet, allegedly, you know, like trying to push you, motivate you, let's say, you having a hard time outside of fitness. You can't find a job. Well, when's your bum ass going to find a job? I mean, what the fuck are you doing home all day? And that's yeah. that's not going to motivate someone. That's not a good way to motivate someone because really you're putting the person down with quote unquote tough love. And I'll be honest, for a long time when I was, you know, coming up, I was a big fan of tough love. You know, I see somebody up. I would say shit like that too. Yo, yo what's up, yeah, man? Me too. Yo, Dre, you ain't, you ain't trying to get no money? What's up, man? You yeah. just staying home all day? But Dre, how you gonna keep complaining you broke, you staying home all day? Why don't you get your lazy ass up? That's the kind of thing that was ingrained in me. That's the kind of thing I saw as a product of my environment. But I think that we have to kind of evolve past that. I think that if you see someone in need especially if you care about them, it makes way more sense to use positive reinforcement and honestly just asking them questions, you know, because you may not know what's the right thing to say or do in that moment, but you can ask, all right, listen, Dre, I see you're having a hard time with X, Y, Z. What can I do? What do you need? How can I help? 
and then you can you can interact and learn more about this person and then you can do things that will be positive for this person and i think that one that shows more care two that shows more effort and i think positive is always better than negative you know yeah yeah. So that's kind of my my take on it. I don't mean to get super deep, but nah, that's, nah, that's nah. I, I love I it. it. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm I'm going to say the things that you know you 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 didn't say, or maybe you just didn't want to say. But um, yeah. So our community, people of color, um, there are two things to me that this kind of thinking is coming from. One, what you alluded to is obviously slavery or yeah. people who were forced into enslavement. You know, um, the incentive was you get it done or I'll fucking hurt you, you know, or else. Right. If you do, you want pain or more pain. Right. Right. And so you're like, well, I'll just take the pain rather than the more pain. I'll do whatever you need. And so we that was um, conditioned in our sort of like DNA, if you will, and passed down from generation to generation. Yes, sir. Even older than that is what else is forced on us is religion. You know, religion has the mindset of, well, you know, if you don't want to burn in hell, right, if you don't want these negative things happening to you, then you better do good things because there's someone in the sky always watching you and they see everything you do and they're keeping a ledger. And if you don't do the right things, you're going to burn forever and ever and ever in the hottest fires known to man and even not know seven times hot hotter than the fire that you know about so we're like whoa and so we've been conditioned to motivate people in this really archaic uh way you know and now that as, as you said we've evolved we realize yeah you know what you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar yes you know what i'm saying and so rather than getting people to um, be afraid of something or, or put them down to, to motivate them, we've realized, hey, you know what? Here's a better way of, of looking at things, you know? Um, and as you were saying, you can kind of be a lot more specific on particular goals, you know, saying, right. all right, well, what is it that you're really trying to do? Um, and I think those people who are sort of addicted to negative reinforcement, um, they've just been so inundated with it, you know, through some right. of the things I just said, you know, that's, that's all they know. And so right. they think that, well, this is the only way I can get things done because I need somebody to push me. And right. by that, a lot of times they mean I need you to be forceful in this like really negative way. You know what I'm right. saying? And yeah, I, I, like yourself, I don't agree with it. Like I said, you get more bees with honey. So if that's the case, um, really saying what your goals are and then getting someone in your corner that's reminding you of your goals, helping you with your goals. You know, like you said with the example where, you know, oh, you just at home, you lazy, you ain't trying to do nothing. Yeah, you know what? That is easy. It's easier to break something than it is to build something, right? And so yep. people automatically going to do the easy thing, which is to break. The harder thing is to be like, yo, how can I help you? I noticed that, you know, you're just sitting down all the time. You know, how can I help? You know, the example I'm thinking of is something recently that has happened in my family where my nephew was going through some situations in Brooklyn. Things wasn't going right. 
And my little brother got on the horn and was just like, look, I don't know what to tell you. You're like, you're messing up. You're not doing the right thing. You're heading down a path of self-destruction. Here's what I can do for you. Get on the bus, take your ass to North Carolina. And when you get here, I'm going to help you out. You know, and his, his, oh, well, I don't have the money. And then we as siblings and everything, we was like, how much is it? Everybody putting a little piece of something. Your bus ticket is waiting for you. Right. Now, he could have easily just got on the horn and just called him. Yeah, you messed up. You this. You smoke too much weed. You blah, blah, blah. But he actually said, you know what? I'm going to bring you here, put you under my house. And that's going to be harder because now I got a whole new grown ass mouth to feed, you know, and he just had a baby. So those are those are the things that I look at when I'm like, yo, that's a person I respect because he didn't just break him down and be like, no, it's like I'm going to help you out. And it's going to cost me even more with my time, my energy, my money, you know, and we realize like, yeah, that's way harder. So yeah, it's going to be a ton of people who are going to be negative because it's easy. Very few people who are going to be like, okay, how can I help you? What can, what can I do? You know? And like, you look at us where it's like, well, we run this podcast um, on a consistent basis where it's like, yo, there's tons of information here. You know what I'm saying? So you people can benefit from that. And we obviously trying to keep things incredibly positive. And if you have, if you're the type of person that's hooked to negative energy, I say you got to get off of that because it's only going to hurt you in the long run. Everybody that I know, and you could tell me your, your um, experience, but everybody that I know who has done boot camp, what has always been like, yo, they like it at first, but then right. in terms of like consistently going, they drop it. They're like, yo, nah, it's, yo, it's too much, man. My, my back, my this, my that. Right. Because the trainer don't care about how you're feeling. Nah. Right? That, that military trainer is like, just do I don't, listen, go, do right. it. Because that's, it. that's the way the military is. The military is not asking you, okay, how was today's workout? Um, right. You know, how, you, how do you feel today? <laughs> right. Oh, so it was a little bit too. Okay. So what we going what we gonna do tomorrow? We're gonna do a little bit less so that you can recover. No. Nah. I don't care how it was. I'm gonna wake you up five o'clock in the morning. Right. And we getting it popping again. Right. Until you get it, and that's what they're used to. So when they do these yeah. boot camp trainings, they train the same way. You know, I don't know. You know, I, I, have you have you known people who have done that like sort of like boot camp stuff? I do know people who've done it and they didn't like it. I only know one woman who did it and loved it. And she says she feel like she needs a swift kick in the ass to get herself motivated. So she loved it. She says she loved it. It was a great time. She, she wants to go back, but that's one person and anybody else I know, they do not dig that shit. Yeah. Like I said, I know people who said they loved it. I give them a month or, or, you know, after that, when when the pain and all that start hitting in, and they still have to do the same thing and perform at the same level, and that trainer is just not hearing it, you know, or just not concerned. It's like, oh, I'm late because my child is. I don't care. You need to get here on time every time. You're like, oh, right. whoa, whoa. You know, that's when they realize this is what you're paying for. You're paying somebody to to be, you know, to berate you. So, right. yeah. In terms of negative reinforcement, I say get off of that. And surround yourself 
with positive cats and you will see better results if you link yourself to positive people and then you become a positive person you know because you all we like we just said we know that we were programmed to think this way and if you're that type of person you got to try to deprogram yourself and actually flip it and try to be more positive you know right because uh i like you i'm from the same school i mean i'm i, I was educated way you know way before you and you know i'm coming from like old school martial arts they were nobody ain't what nobody ain't care about how you felt about listen this is what it is and this is how you're gonna get it like man and the reason why i know positivity works because i did all this negative stuff and i achieved what i achieved and when i got to the the top of the mountain if you want to call it that i looked down and say okay you know what i've achieved what i achieved but you didn't have to do it the way you did it right And, and so now what i'm going to do is teach students not in the way you taught me. I'm going to use positive reinforcement, and I guarantee I get better results. And 30 years, that's the way it's been. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, man, people are like surprised. Wow, these kids, they're moving so fast. They, they learn, they're picking it up. How, yeah, because I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being mean, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm trying to be as positive as I can with them, and I explain things, and I let them take their time. I don't say just 50 push-ups. That's stupid to me. Everybody's right. not going to do 50 push-ups. I just want to see what your best is. So everybody's best is going to be different in the class. People not used to that, especially the people right. that I came up with, but that works. That gets that student to come in every day and get hooked to the class and want to be there, you know, and be right. a lifetime, you know, customer or lifetime student rather than just, I tried it. I ain't like it. He's mean, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I didn't want to cut you off. Um, one, I, I I thought the religious example was great. I didn't even think about the religious example, so that was good. Um, yeah, I wasn't trying to allude to slavery. I just didn't think I needed to straight up say the word slavery. I thought I thought making a fake whip was good enough. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. The idea is to keep the student wanting to come back or keep the customer wanting to come back, you know, uh, it's easy to pick on someone. It's easy to bully someone. It's easy to berate someone. Uh, but that's not going to give you the goal you really want, especially if you want people to come back and take your class or continue to be a customer or even a listener, right? We could get up right. here and say, man, fuck everybody who's not liking and sharing and commenting. But why would they want to come back if we said that? Right. Why would they want to continue to listen to our podcast if we were saying fuck them and talking down to them. No, we should be thankful that we even have a platform. We should be thankful that we have even one listener. And so we should be thankful to them and continue to incorporate the things that they want to hear and try to be uh, bring value to them and those kind of things. It makes way more sense. And like you said, you get more bees with honey than vinegar. It is very true. And I think that because it's been so indoctrinated in us, we don't really realize that. Like I said, it took a while for me to understand that I was doing something wrong because that's all I knew. All I knew was, hey, get your lazy ass up. Hey, stop fucking eating that. Let me smack the ice cream cone out your hand. You know, dumb shit. You don't, as you know, I didn't know until either A, you start learning things through either schooling or research or B, somebody have a real conversation with you and just says, okay, listen, 
I see your heart's in the right place. I see you're trying to help me, but that doesn't work for me. And then you can build a rapport and build a way, like we said, to encourage this person, help this person. I think that's the way. I think yeah. that is the way, not the negative reinforcement. Yeah. I want to make one more point and we can move on. I think the other um, misconception is people associate positive reinforcement with being soft and then negative reinforcement with being, you know, hard, you know, hard, yes, hardcore, you know what I'm saying? You know, like you said, tough love. So when you say tough love, that means, oh, I'm going to be negative. Where tough love shouldn't even mean that. Honestly, to me, tough love is like, I'm going to be consistent. Like, um, I'm not going to uh, just listen. Yeah, I can listen to your excuses, but I'm be like, listen, we, we, we got to do it. You know, come right. on, let's go. So I'm, I'm being tough because I'm going to help you become more consistent. But tough shouldn't necessarily mean negative. Right. And positive doesn't necessarily mean soft. You know, I think when people say, oh, yeah, you know, positive reinforce, oh, that means, oh, you're doing soft karate. That is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's that soft shit. I, ain't, I do real shit. You know, right. like, oh, you're doing soft bodybuilding. Nah, that's not right. real bodybuilding. Soft bodybuilding. You know what I mean? Oh, that's soft because you. You, we were all that positive stuff. Nah, man, when we get in there, we get in there, we go crazy. We keep it go. We be yelling, yeah, one more. Like, that's that doesn't help as far as I'm right. concerned. So it's like right. we associate anything positive with being soft, and that's another thing that's a myth. And, um, you know, we got to let go of that. You know, positive does not mean soft. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Great, great, uh, great example. And, uh, oh, and your family doing that for your nephew, man, that's great. That's a beautiful thing. I don't want to ignore that. I don't want to not respond to that. Your your brother is a very strong individual mentally to be able oh, to no do doubt. that and step up and welcome your nephew into his crib. That's that's a big deal. And I don't want that to go ignored. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be listening. Yeah, Shout out to him, man, because, uh, yo, that is huge, that's, man, for any that's serious man. right there. For any yeah, man, woman, for anyone to be like, yo, you know what? This is how I'm gonna help you. Put you under my wing. That's, I mean, there, that's there's real. no greater, no greater ask. Right. What? Right. What more could you ask for? Like, and nephew, I'm not gonna say your name because clearly I know nephew. Nephew, <laughs> um, do what's right. You know what I'm saying? Take take advantage of this moment and and use it to propel forward. That's no that's doubt. that's what I I think we need to say. Uh, so we only got a couple of days left of summer. Yes, the official sir. end date for summer is September 21st. The first day of fall is September 22nd and the year is almost over. So we want to talk a bit about goals. What goals should you have for the fall? What should your goals be for the fall? Uh, so Dre, you can spark it and then I'll go after. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> The the weather is changing, right? Uh, we're getting into we're getting into the fall, and I feel that okay, you had your summer goals, you may have met met them, you may not have met them, whatever. Now it's time to look about think about the fall goals, and to me, fall goals really just mean how you want to be for your new year, right? We know New Year is going to be coming up soon, and so now yes. is the time because we got you know. Well, September's almost over, but half of September, October, November, December. 
right? That's three solid months. Three solid months, you can see a change. Maybe not necessarily drastic, but enough where you could be like, oh man, this, this fits better or this muscle is bigger or whatever. So now as we get into fall, what we really need to be thinking about is how do you want to look for New Year's Day? You know what I'm saying? How your New Year's want to look? Or in your case, because I know your birthday is coming up, you might be saying, how do I want to look on my birthday? You know what I'm saying? When I'd be like, yo, it's my birthday. How? What's, what's, what's the goal that I'm going to look for? So now right. we got three solid months. Now that's what we should be thinking about. So for some people that might mean, hey, you know what? I still need to lose X amount of fat. Okay, so right. let's get let's get a program that's going to address that. For some cats, it might be like, yo, I'm trying to get a little bit more muscular. I don't have the muscle that I need. Man, three right. months is a good way to really get into a, a strength training program where at the end of that three months, you can see some good results. So right. I feel like, that's the way you need to be looking at it right now. Right now, your goals should be shifting. Summer is over. That's done. And now you're looking at fall and fall meaning New Year's. How do you want to look for that brand new year um, when when it starts? Yes, yeah. I agree. I think that that's a great way to look at it. Uh, and then I'll respond about personally. So I think it's a great way to look at it. Yeah, the end of the year is coming. Now is the time to get your goals together, get your plan together. So January 1st or December 31st, however you like to look at it, by the end of the year, the beginning of the new year, you can say, I checked off a few things. I checked off whatever it is that you want. You can go down the checklist. I'm eating better. I've lost some weight. I've gained some muscle. You know, whatever it is. And also, as we always say, be realistic. If, if we're talking about three and a half months from now, you're, you're probably not going to lose 150 pounds in three and a half months. You're, you're not. It's, it's probably not going to happen. Now, if you said, just like we've said here before, if you said, hey, I want to gain a pound of muscle every month. Okay, that's, that's doable. But you're probably not going to gain 20 pounds of muscle a month from now till January 1st. So this is a good way of looking at it. It's actually the way I'm looking at it. And we've spoke about this off pod. Uh, so we record on Tuesday, Wednesday, tomorrow. Uh, I'll be done with my tattoo healing. My six weeks is up. And so the way I'm looking at it now is from the middle of September until the middle of February. And I'll explain why in a second to the middle of February, I'm going to try my best to lock in, train hard, and reach some goals. The reason February is because, as I've said here already in other episodes, February will mark my 10-year anniversary in fitness. I started fitness. I was 350 pounds. And <laughs> that's Dre's favorite part. <laughs> I weighed like 350 or something close to that. And uh, in 2013, I signed up for Planet Fitness and started linking up with Dre and our Yoda, Jesus, and I started working out. So I'm trying to look a certain way by February. 
And that means I've got to lock in and start beginning that plan now. So that's personally what I'm trying to do. My goal is kind of the same stuff I've been saying. Uh, but my number one goal is to be consistent. Why consistent? Because that's been my problem. I have not been consistent. So my number one goal is to show up every day. That's my number one goal. Be consistent from now until basically Valentine's Day. That's my goal. Okay, so that's the number one goal. The number two goal for me personally is to lose body fat. I want to bring my body fat percentage down as much as possible. And my number three goal is to gain muscle. I want to be stronger. I want to work on my endurance training so that way I can be slim and cut. That's the goal. But I know my biggest problem is not going to the gym or even the eating. My biggest problem is being consistent, eating right regularly going to the gym regularly. Those are the two things that I have struggled with and that's why consistency is my number one goal. So yeah, I totally agree. And that's actually the mindset I am transitioning into. That's what I've been preparing myself for the last couple of days. Okay, time to lock it in. Time to act like we're back in lockdown. Time to really, really, really get it popping. So that okay. way I can hit my goals in February. Okay. Go ahead, Dre. So I was gonna just ask, so can you lay out your game plan? Can you can you can you say how are you going to be consistent? How are you going to get stronger and how are you going to like uh, you know I know you don't have that much time but how are you going to hit the uh no, no, I got time. reduction goals. Go ahead. Yeah, no, not a problem. So the first thing I'm going to do is uh prioritize. I have a lot of things that I do and often I find in the past I've been like, well, I'm going to do a ton of shit and then I'll go to the gym or and then I'll go for a run no longer i will be going to work out as soon as i get off of work in the morning either i'll go for my run or i'll hit the weights if i can't do both the priority will be the cardio either mm. hitting the elliptical or hitting the treadmill to bring down that body fat that's the goal uh so i figure if i get off of work and immediately knock it out i'm done for the day i have no way of worrying i have no way of missing it. I have nothing to worry about. I've got in there. I've done what I need to do. So that's how I'm going to do it. I have two gyms in the areas I am in in the morning, one not far from my job and one not far from my house. So it should be easy for me to squeeze into a Planet Fitness uh, on the way home. So that's my plan for getting the body weight down, getting the body fat down. Uh, as far as muscle, right, with the consistency. As far as muscle, when I go to the gym, the plan is to do half my time there on the weights and the machines, not just do cardio. And so, yeah, of course, I, I, I'm going to prioritize the cardio, but the plan is to also get in there and do the weights. I would like to get in there for an hour every morning, do my weights, and then do my cardio and go on about my day. So that is my plan from now till February. Um, and that's the quick version. I hope that that answered the question. If not, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with answering more questions. No, nah, that's cool. That's cool. I just wanted to, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I just wanted to hear, you know, your plan of attack. Oh, works. yeah. I mean, the plan is to work out five days a week, the quick version. You know, my plan is five days a week. I should be in there getting it popping. So if I can hit cardio and weights five days a week, I mean, honestly, I... I should be on my way. 
Right. That's the way I'm looking at it. No doubt. That's what's up. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I feel like yo, those those that's that's a good way of looking at it. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted you to be a little bit candid because I know other people, you know, they hear that and it just sounds too, you know, ambiguous. And you know, sometimes mm-hmm. if it's too ambiguous and it doesn't sound like a plan, then it, you know, you can't execute it because it's just kind right. of like floating in the air. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's good. And one of my things, which I've said plenty of times here, is the sugar. I know if I'm going to be working out and I'm going to be consistent, then I also need to be consistent with diet. And honestly, my diet's not bad. I just consume a lot of sugar. So I need to bring the sugar down. And so I know for the next couple months, I need to be having sugary stuff way less. It needs to come down to a minimum. So that's part of the plan as well, which is probably going to be my biggest struggle, honestly. Yeah. I don't have a problem saying it. I know I, I want something sweet every day. Yeah. So not having sweets is going to probably be my biggest challenge. That's probably going to be harder than getting in the gym. That's probably going to be harder than hitting the weights. So that's the one I'm more worried about. If I go after work, it's not hard. It's just about energy levels uh, yeah. when I'm off work in the morning. If I have like a really rough night at work, then yeah, it might be harder to hit the weights and the cardio. But I'll be there and I'll be getting stuff done regardless. Now, the sugar, that's the challenge for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's addictive. It's a challenge for everybody. And sugar is highly addictive. It's made to be addictive. It's made specifically for you to want it every day, every hour, just constantly thinking about it. So we know that, you know, you got to treat it like any other drug and just be like, yo, I know this is addictive. So I need to limit this as much as possible. Um. You know, I think for me, it's uh the same. Well, for me, it's I, I not having a problem with strength training. Like I'm addicted to strength training. I love strength training. I see the results from me doing strength training. I'm like, oh, OK, this is good. So for me, it's just maintaining that. But the things that I'm struggling with is the cardio um, okay. because I tend to put just like yourself or other people, I tend to put other things before it. And so I got to get better with my planning. You know what I mean? I got to really say that, okay, how is tomorrow going to look? Like if I plan right. my tomorrow, then that cardio will be in there. But if I just kind of just wake up and say, okay, let me see what I need to do. Check this email, check that email, check this out, check that out. Before I know it, the day that went by and I didn't get my cardio in. As I said on this podcast, you know, weeks and weeks ago, cardio right now is my priority over muscle building, which means doesn't mean that I'm not building muscle anymore. It means that it's just not my priority. So I could I could skip a day of um, not strength training. I'm fine with that. I don't want to skip days of cardio. I want to get, you know, as many cardio days in as possible. That's why, you know, I got my bike repaired and that's why I'm like commuting to work and just finding all these little places where I could get cardio in. And so I know for me, it's like, man, if I don't plan it, it's easy for me to slip and days go by and I'm like, man, I didn't get any cardio in. And uh, the other thing is diet where um, because I'm not trying to lose muscle. I got to be getting protein in, you know, I, I, I don't want to skip meals, you know, so it's nothing wrong with fasting and all that for those people who want to do that. But for me, if I'm saying I want to 
maintain my muscle. I don't want to lose that much muscle. I need to be getting protein in. So skipping meals is a no-no for me. You know, I don't feel good if I skip the meal because that's an opportunity that my body could have had to build muscle through protein synthesis, you know, and it's like six, eight hours go by. and I didn't have that. It's like, eh, that's not a good, that's not a good deal. So I don't want to skip meals. Um, And so that's the thing I'm also working on because I think we all do it. You know, you, you, you get so busy and all these other things start to come and you start to put yourself last, you know, not immediately. It's like, okay, well, I'll do this and then I'll do me. Well, okay, I'll do this and this and then I'll do. Okay, I'll do this, this and this and then I'll do. Okay, wait, I'll do this, this, this and this, then I'll do me. And then you just keep putting everything else first before you. And um, that's something that, you know, I struggle with because it's like, man, I I, I don't like that. You know, I'm not a friendly dude when I become like that. You know, people are like, oh, you got an attitude, you know, and it's nothing about them. It's more like, yo. I don't like the fact that I didn't hit my personal goals for the day. You know, that's one of the reasons why I like to start my day at the gym. Right. Because I feel like personal goal met. Now right. I could I could rock out with any other goal, you know, right. things that people are paying me for, things that I'm interested in, whatever. I'll do those other things. But when I start the day, you know, sort of like paying myself through health and nutrition, I feel good. Um, so those are the things that I have to do. I have to say, okay, Dre, and some of you might feel this way. You might have to do this too. This is why I'm mentioning it. Plan out your day, you know, and that might mean your activities as well as your diet. You know, what are you going to eat today? You know, if you kind of leave it to the last minute, when you leave it to the last minute, you make poor dietary choices, right? But if I know I went shopping and I got this and this and this, And if I pre-made my meals, I'm not getting off that diet. I know at this time, I'm going to eat this. Then I'm going to wait four hours later. I'm going to eat this. Then four hours later, I'm going to eat that. Then I'm done eating for the day. But if I'm just kind of running around, I'm like, oh, man. Well, the quarter pounder's on sale. I might as well just get one of those. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, now I'm off my diet and I can feel it. I don't feel that energy that I wanted. So, you know. If you're like me, and I feel like a lot of people is, making those last-minute decisions doesn't help plan your days out, and that means both your diet and your activities, and you'll be well on your way to meeting your goals. Yeah. No, that's great advice. And I agree. Even if you can't plan down to the letter, plan as much as possible. You know, maybe you have a meeting. You're not sure how long that meeting is going to go. And so you can plan around those things. But yeah, every time you can't plan down to the minute, I struggle with that too, where it's like, well, I've got to edit these three podcasts. I have no idea how long that's going to take me. Right. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put things in a certain way where I can move around. All right. Yeah. I'll edit pod number one, then do a task that's not pod related, you know, stuff like that. I think it's a good way, at least loosely planning, you can say, hey. I have kind of an outline of my day because I know, yes. yeah, realistically, you're busy. Your job might not be just a regular nine to five. Maybe you're a parent. There's a lot of different things that you might be juggling, and I'm juggling a lot. So I totally understand anyone who heard what Dre said. It was like, I can't do that shit. You're crazy. <laughs> you can plan as much as you can plan. 
You know, if you can't plan down to the exact letter, the exact meal, the exact everything, that's okay. But putting together an outline, it can be very helpful because you know, oh yeah, I said I was going to go to the gym in the morning. Okay, well, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I've got to get to the gym before morning is over. Uh, I said I was going to make a smoothie for breakfast. Maybe you don't know exactly what the smoothie is. Maybe you didn't make it last night, but you know. It's time to make a smoothie. And so you have a way of kind of planning things out for the day. And it gives you um, sort of a schedule to follow, even if that's loose. Yes, yeah. that's, that's another way you can do it. Right. Yeah. And you, yeah, I, I think you, you, you hit it on the head because it's like we have these, you know, domestic duties, whether it's child re- rearing yeah. or doing your laundry or washing these dishes and all that. Right. And so, yeah, that needs to be in the plan. Those are activities, too. So you may not be able to plan it, you know, minute for minute, second for second, but you can, as you say, make the outline and say, okay. And I'm not the type of person to be like, I'm going to do 20 things in a day. Cause I know that's not realistic. You know, I keep it incredibly realistic where it's like, okay, what are my priorities and what are the things that I need to do? It might be three or four things where it's like, okay, these are the things I'm, I'm doing today. There's other stuff that I need to do, but I'm not doing it today. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, these things I'm going to do. Yes, there's a lot more stuff that I need to do. I'm not going to overburden myself. I'm not going to overburden my plate. If I know there's three main things I'm going to do, those are the three main things I'm going to do. And that might be like some household stuff. Um, I got to go food shopping. I got to do these things at work. And then I'm going to hit that gym. Simple. That's it. I'm, I'm not adding any more. You know, what you got to be careful of is, you know, other people like to add things in for you. You know, people, that's the first thing people love to do. Oh, so what are you doing? And, you know, you might get into the habit of laundry listing what you're doing. I'm going to do this, this, and this. Oh, yeah, that's good. So after you do that, then how about you do this? And then you do this. And then you could pick me up. And you'd be like, whoa. Right. (laughs) No. Right. Like you just right. added on stuff to my, after you asked me what I had to do, you felt that there's room in there for me to do other stuff. Nah, I'm not doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely got to be protective of your time because if you don't do that, then people just feel like, yeah, you know, you're sort of like a, you know, like a pushover in a sense when it comes to your schedule, you know, I could just right. like insert other things because now, you know, um, they feel like that's not important. So so many times I got to tell people, like, I don't, like, my gym time is like therapy. My gym time is like, you know, me going to church or whatever people feel is important nowadays. I don't know. But it's like, right. I, I have to do, I don't, I don't not do that because of whatever. It's like, I need to do that. I'm going to do it, you know. Right. So don't insert some other thing into what I, you know, what my schedule is. And then I also stop telling people what my schedule is. I know what it is, you know? Right. What well, you got to do that? I got, I got a lot of stuff. Mad shit. <laughs> Mad, I'm super, super booked. Booked and busy, like the internet likes to say. You know what I mean? I keep it ambiguous. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff right. to do. That's it. Yeah, what are you doing? Do. Work. Right. <laughs> Work. That's what I'm doing. Right. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite ones, too. People are like, yo, but, but what you doing to get home after work? More work. <laughs> mad work pod work artist work business work human work you know human work I was waiting for it I was like if he don't say it I'll say it <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Human work. Human work. That's what, yes, what I'm doing. Do a lot of human work. <laughs> I do a lot of human work. Yes, <laughs> All right. That's, that's it. it. I'm out of here, man. I'm going to right, go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who listened and got this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We hope this was hopeful, uh, helpful, not hopeful, helpful, valuable. And as always, we'll see y'all in a minute. Oh, one other thing. If you need help, if you need help with a more, you know, specific plan in terms of your diet and your (laughs) exercise, always get in contact with me on Instagram, Sensei Drainus. I'll be more than happy to, you know, help you make a more specific plan for your more specific goals. Peace.